would you let God minister to you this morning? And uh, if you are blessed by this man, you give and you be a blessing to him and an offering you can give to us. We'll make sure everything that comes in will go to him. If it's $5,000, that's what goes to him. We don't take our part off the top and our cut and our percentage. No, there's no admin fee here, okay? Just you give and that's what goes to him. I know of a pastor that a church took up an offering and a man had a a big offering. He gave $60,000. So that's what goes to the the man of God. Well, the church didn't give it to him. They gave him a small percentage, a few thousand dollars. But that was, that was earmarked for him specifically. I'm going to tell you, if you cut a $100,000 check, that's what I'm giving to him this morning from this church because I'm not going to stand before God for what the church gave to him that belongs to him. You gave it, it's going to him. So church, I just encourage you this morning, be faithful Be blessed. Let God speak to you this morning, and he will if you'll have open ears and an open heart to hear what he has to say. Would you please this morning give my dear friend and pastor a new life welcome as Pastor Ben Okello comes to the pulpit. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> I've really been blessed to be with Brother Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan. And, uh, you know, Angela said, don't call me mommy, but Mama Angela. <laughs> <laughs> and they are ding dong, job, dog. <laughs> And our mama Sue, it was, it's really great. I'm really enjoying the place. Last night, I just dipped myself in jacuzzi. <laughs> it was pumping me here and there. <laughs> so it's really great to be here in New Life Church of La Habra. Amen. You are great people. <laughs> And my friends, um, Cameron and Kyla, Kyla, yes, wonderful people. Thank you so much, Pastor Friday. In Africa, we call you bishops, reverend, doctor. Yes, here, Pastor Friday and Mama, God bless you for your coming to just back me up. And every one of you, and I believe that God is going to bless us. I want to assure you that... If this is your first time here, this is the best church you need to be. I assure you. I have preached in so many churches across the continents of the world by the grace of God. And I will assure you that this is the place to be. And I will confidently say, because it is broadcast, If you are coming around this place, find your way here. And I will I would I will encourage my brothers from Congo, Rafikizangu, he India Kanisa Mzuri. Namungu atawabariki sana. Amen. Asante. Najua kwamba ume 
umebarikiwa tayari si ndio kabisa amen we we were talking spiritual tongue <laughs> so keep the good work but master jonathan your wife angela very great kind people keep the good work up really i was just thinking oh my god if if this place will be near where you can just find yourself here i think i would be i would be coming just to worship and then go <laughs> not come to preach just worship and come and go so this is the best place if you're investing your money here you're investing your time you are investing in the right fertile place and i've heard the testimony of this man of god and the woman of god they're truly men of god without guile without hypocrisy without you know hidden agenda the agenda is the kingdom of god and i can assure you that amen amen could we please honor them and give a hand to them uh I want us to do something. You will stand and honor. They will just sit down, mama and pastor, and we'll give a clap offering to Jesus for them. Amen. Please do that. Amen. Thank you so much and God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. Please you have your seat. Amen. Amen. Give me this mountain. For those who of us who are not there, we began something we found out a man in the name Caleb or Caleb the man who went extra mile we read from the book of Joshua chapter 13 and verse 1 and we saw please brother if you can put it on the screen we saw The Lord himself came to Joshua and said to Joshua you are old and stricken in age but there are much more land to be possessed and we realize even after God came to Joshua and spoke to him that way he didn't do anything he decided to become tired There was a time I was preaching about what makes people get tired when there are a lot of things that comes on your way and you are not sure what to do specifically so it makes you get so tired in the season where we are the season of covid and covid era people are tired the economies of the world is crumbling the enemy is working overtime people are tired of prayer tired of giving tired of coming to church and so i want to encourage us even in the midst of all these things we need to encourage ourselves in the lord that where we have come from is too far we cannot go back there if we had to go back i think so many years back but the far we have reached we will not go back we cannot go back amen. amen every day i woke up and i tell the enemy it doesn't matter what you are doing it doesn't matter 
the discouragement, the arrows of discouragement. I am not going back. I've come too far. I cannot go back. I cannot backslide. Let, let, let me speak to somebody here. Maybe you've tried walking with the Lord and you've reached a point whereby you say, I think I've tried. Now I have to surrender. Surrender to my lust. Surrender to my sin. Just lay back. I want to encourage you. You've come too far. If you are to backslide, this is not the best time to backslide. This is the best time for you to front slide. Go forward. Go forth. Amen. So, Joshua decided to just be there. And then when we go to Joshua chapter 14, verse 7, now the Lord prompted the men of Judah. Brother, please put it there. Joshua 14, 7. The men of Judah went to Joshua. They say to Joshua, verse 6, now the men of Judah approached Joshua at Gilgal, and Gilgal, Gilgal I say the place of shedding off the whole traditions, all way of doing things, a place of circumcision. And Caleb the son of Je Jephune, the Canaanite, said to him, you know what the Lord said to me and you. The prophetic word came for this two men. The one who decided I'm going to just sit back and do nothing about the prophetic word that God has released over my life. And the one that now is approaching the other one. And I say it very importantly and I want to repeat it. You have to fight the spirit of independent. The worst thing that happened to Africa is independence. Because there has never been any independence. And this is what the enemy does to the believers. Everyone wants to be his own boss. Wants to be his own pastor. And his own shepherd. Everyone. You cannot tell me what to do. I also know Bible just like you know it. I can also pray like you're praying. And honor has been removed in the church of Jesus Christ. People no longer honor servants of God. They no longer honor them. Children no longer honor their parents. I have no time just to speak on honor. But give me two minutes and I, I talk about this. There are two blessings that attach to honor. The blessing of living long is not with God. The blessings of living long is attached to your honor to your parents. In fact, the scripture said, 
the only commandment with a promise is honor thy father and thy mother that you may live long in the land that the Lord thy God has given to thee. And I've seen it everywhere. Even right in this church. I'm just wondering. 20 years will we, will we be having people. Your gaze and my gaze may be the same. Because you, you see that there are so many old people. But so many young men and young women have been ruined by the enemy. They are at the gate of hell. Just about to enter because of dishonor. No, I know for sure that there is no parent here who will advise his or her own daughter to become a prostitute. Never. But because of disobedience and dishonor, they have decided to become prostitutes. I believe with the whole of my heart that every single parent seated here will not even advise their young men to become drug addicts and robbers and gangsters. But how have they become robbers and gangsters? It's because of lack of honor. If they would honor their parents, then they will not be drug addicts. Because their parents are not drug addicts. So the church, that same demon has crept in the church. Where there is no honor. In fact, Paul is saying in the book of Philippians, I think in Philippians he says, Honor your father and your mother in the Lord. So Paul is now talking about spiritual honor. And we can see that Caleb had honor. Although the prophetic word came to both of them, it was like they are both equal. But they learned, Caleb learned what is called honor. And I will read for you in the scripture. Honor. If, if, let me ask something here. And you don't need to say it. Answer it yourself. Have you ever seen somebody gossiping about their own biological parents with somebody else? Oh, I hate my mama. I, unless if they are demon possessed. Okay. You cannot go around and begin to scandalize your mama, your, your, your daddy. In fact, most of the time, when, even if our daddies are wrong and our mamas are wrong, we tend to cover them. That's the truth. Now, what about the church? Do you scandalize your spiritual father and mother, and that is your pastor and your pastor's wife, or you cover them? Honor will teach you to cover them even when you know they are weak. Because you can, only, you can only know someone's weakness when you are close to them. And so the more you become close to the man of God and the woman of God, the more you need to be very careful never to uncover their nakedness and their wickedness. And their weakness. The problem with people is the more they become so close 
to the man of God, the more they discover their weakness, they begin to broadcast it. Oh, that man is pretending. You think he's anointed. You think they're anointed. Oh, they are mean. They hold. Gossip. 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 And remember, gossip is gospel. You are either gossiping or gospeling. Because gossip is bad news about someone. Gospel is good news about Jesus. Well, you see. In fact, we see in the scriptures about three men, young men. One was called Aham. The other one was called Japheth. The other one was called Shem. And the father got drunk with wine. In the process of getting drunk, because their clothes were seamless, unfortunately, it was uncovered. And the young man, because he didn't have honor, he didn't even knock at the door. He was just getting in and getting out. Sometimes it's good to knock at your pastor's door, not just to get in and get out. The problem with the snake, the snake was not subtle before. The snake didn't have a problem because God was not creating a problem. But the problem with the snake was the snake was fond of getting out of garden and coming in. Sneaking out of garden and coming in. So when he sneaked out of the garden, he met the devil. And the devil said, I want to get in. How can I get in? The snake said, let's, let's do a deal. The devil said, if you carry me inside the garden, I will make you the symbol of my kingdom. And the snake became the symbol of the kingdom of darkness. Because he allowed the, the devil to carry him in. It's very important to operate in honor. Honor will make you understand when to approach your pastor and when not to approach. What to speak to your man of God and what you refrain from speaking to your man of God. People are so careless. They just talk things. And that's why even churches are dying young. Because until you can honor your parents in the Lord, then you will not live long. Even spiritually. Oh, that is not good. But I have to say it. Amen. Yeah. That is not good. It's not worth clapping, but I have to say it. The second blessing attached to honor. And we are talking about how God helped, helped Caleb. He had honor. You get it? Mountains are not just possessed. Honor is an ingredient that helps you possess your mountain. The second thing attached to honor is that it may be well with you. It's not only long life. Also wellness. 
Do you want it to be well? I was preaching in, in GFCC Florida last Sunday. And I was teaching them about, is it well with you? Is it well with you? Wellness is as a result of honor. When you honor, it will become well. It translates into wellness in life. It is well with you. When you get in, it is well. Any child that honors their parents, it is always well with them. It is well. It is always well. If you honor your parents in the Lord, it is always well. The reason is, your father's ceiling is your flaw. It, it can never be, and I will repeat it, your father's ceiling is your flaw. You don't begin from where your father began. You begin from where your father ended. If somebody is submitted to the authority and honor the authority that God has given to them, they can never be like their father. And Jesus said, he said it clearly. He said, no one can be greater than his teacher. But when he has studied, learned, submitted himself, follow his teacher, then he will be more like his teacher. More. Jesus said, greater works shall you do than I have done. You understand? You cannot do what I have done because I'm a father. My ceiling is your floor. You begin from where I end. The reason why so many believers are devastated, confused, and life seems to be boxing them here and there is because of dishonor. Now, when Caleb came to Joshua, he said, give me permission. That's what the scripture says. Give me permission, Pastor Friday. He didn't say, you know what the Lord said to me. And you, and you're just sitting here doing nothing. If you don't want to do anything, I will go. I don't even need your blessing. That's why when people leave the church, they throw their hands. There are so many churches. And as they are throwing their hands and throwing insult to the church which blessed them. What they didn't deal with in this church is waiting for them in the next church. They are not even preachers. They are not even. Look at them. That is exactly what they are going to say in the next church. So Caleb was so respectful and disciplined that he came and said, give me permission. Same with Shem and Japheth. When they came in into their father's house, into their father's tent, sorry, and, 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 and Ham saw the father naked 
He came back. He went out of the house. Come on, come and see this drunkard man. This old confused fox. He's drunk. He's even naked. The two brothers, it was so disgusting to them. I remember what they do or what they did in the spirit. When they heard that, they closed their ears, said, I cannot hear. Let me help you. Anytime somebody comes with gossip about the pastor, Jonathan or, or uh, Sister Angel, Angeli, Angela, Anytime they come with, to you with gossip, close your ear. Because God will punish the hearer and the speaker. You are not exempted from punishment when you hear. Because what you hear does not only affect the one who spoke, it affects the one who hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Distraction comes by hearing and hearing gossip. Anytime a gossiper comes to you and speaks something about your brother, your sister, it doesn't leave you the same. It doesn't leave you the same. So save yourself from hearing nonsense. So that's what they did. They said, no going to hear nonsense. What they do? did they do? They came backward. They didn't come in front. They didn't come facing the man. They came backward. And they covered. The whole duty of the children of God is to cover your father's nakedness. That's why you are brought here by God. Not to expose. Cover. That's a blessing. Let me give you this testimony. And before God and before you is absolute truth. But I am not saying this testimony to encourage what I'm just going to say. Okay. So don't misquote me, please. I was interpreting for the, the pastor. I was young. I'd just gotten born again at the age of 15, 16 there. And I was an interpreter. In Africa, you preach to people, you know, the local dialect and English or Swahili, the one I've just spoken to my, with my brother. So I was there translating. The pastor, the pastor was a powerful man. He's still a powerful man. And one time, one lady assigned by the enemy came to his office and told the pastor, please pray for me. I don't want to say the everything. So the pastor prayed. This lady had syphilis. Syphilis is sexual disease. So the pastor prayed. And after the pastor prayed, it took three weeks. The lady came back. And said, Pastor, called the pastor and said, I have a great testimony to share with you. And I have to come. So the pastor said, okay, come to the office. So the pastor, he came to the office. She came to the office. So after she came to the office, 
she began to narrate to pastor. Oh, how everything happened. If she fell in love with a man and the man was infected with syphilis and just like that. And in the process of saying those things, she said to the pastor, and actually the pastor was ignorant. I don't want to say he was ignorant. I can't say that in front of him. But that was ignorance. So he told the pastor, I can show you it has dried up. And it was a trap from the enemy. So as soon as the pastor said, no, you know, you can't show me. She opened. She undressed herself. And there, she grabbed the pastor. And truth of the matter is, the pastor did with her. Sinned with her. So after that, this same woman went to the husband in the same night. and said, do you know what happened? I don't know. You know, the pastor prayed for me three weeks ago, and you, you see God has done something. She, she said, God, oh yeah, okay. So I went back to the pastor to give a testimony and to show the pastor that I am totally healed and everything is dry. The husband said, what? You showed the pastor? He said, Yes. The man began to beat the lady. You have to tell me what you did. And in the process of beating the lady, he said, hey, then, then the pastor slept with me. And the man walked in out of rage with machetes and went to the pastor's house in the middle of the night and shouted the name of the pastor, come out! And this man was a member of the church, the same church we were in. The woman was also the member of the church. They just came. They were just six months old or maybe eight months old in the church. It was so chaotic. So chaotic. Then on Sunday, the assistant pastor stood in front of everybody and took the microphone and said, from now on, we are suspending the pastor because he's immoral. And he began to explain and talk and like curse. And the pastor was so emulated. The man of God came forward and lifted his hand and cried. And surrendered the church. But he didn't surrender it out of, out of honor. He was dishonored. He was disrespected. It was a big thing in the town. It became a... Two weeks after, I think, yes, two, around two weeks after, I, I went to the pastor's house and asked him, tell me, man of God, did you do it or you didn't do it? The pastor said, I did it. And he said, could you please pray with me? I said, no, I cannot pray with you. I'm not worth praying, laying my hands over your head. I cannot do that. But I will intercede for you. 
and I mobilized a group of young men and went to the mountain and prayed three days, praying and crying that God will restore the man of God. His family was scattered. He had teenagers, young, the girl and the boy, they were just teenagers. They heard how their father and everything. And gossip was spreading all over the city. He could not even come out of his house. After we came, we went to his house after three days. He said, man of God, the Lord has blessed you. The Lord has, we encouraged him. And he prayed. He said, where I have fallen, you will not fall. The mistake I've made will be turned to a miracle to your life. And they began to prophesy. And they began to speak words. I have seen those words come to pass. Because God is not respect of persons. It's respect us of principle. Honor will lift you up. David said these words. How can I touch the anointed one of God? I know he's rejected of God. I know I'm the next king. But how can I touch the anointed of God? No. And God spoke on David. He said, a man after my own heart. Because that is who God is. In the book of Philippians, the Bible said 2, chapter 10, he said, although he was God, Jesus was God. But he didn't count it robbery to be equal with God. He honored God so much and obeyed him even to the death of the cross. And the Bible declares for the same reason God hath highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus every knee bows and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Hail King Jesus. Honor. Honor the woman of God. And I'm not talking about hero worship. I'm not talking about worshiping a man. Honor. Paul underwent the same problem in the church of Corinth. When Apollo came to preach, some members began to praise Apollo. So I think Apollo is the best preacher. I think we need to have Apollo as our pastor. When Peter came and preached Kephas, he said, ah, he's so deep in the word. When Philip came with anointing and miracles, some people began to walk with Philip. They were following Philip. When are you going to preach? We come to the next church, just like that. And Paul wrote in the book of Corinthians chapter 3, he said, we, we don't have many fathers. We may have many instructors. But we only have one father. I begot you in Christ Jesus. Stop that confusion. Honor. Caleb. Give me permission. Because I'm marked. To possess mountains. Give me permission. And the Bible said. Joshua blessed him. Amen. Joshua blessed him and said, go. Joshua blessed him and said, go. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. 
Verse 13. Then Joshua blessed Caleb the son of Jephunneh and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. If you are reading the Bible, understand, he gave him. How? I'm coming to you and saying, you know what the Lord said to me and you. This time Joshua was handing over Hebron, Abram was still in the hand of the Anakims. What you are in need of, by the grace of God, is vested in the servant of God that God has given to you. You need a word that will push you to your next level through the servant of God. That is it. Very important. I want to have this plan. Yes. Bring it to the altar. And the man of God will declare a word over you. A prophetic word. It's already done. The Bible said, And the Lord and Joshua gave Caleb Hebron as his inheritance. As soon as he blessed him, that thing was already done. Just like that. That's what honor does. Amen. Sometimes you don't need to lay down and cry. You only need a word from the man of God. Go, your son is healed. Go, your daughter is healed. Just like that. This centurion man, um, we don't have time to read all these scriptures. I know you know them. The centurion man came to Jesus saying, I have a servant that is sick at home. He's near death. But this servant is so profitable to me. I don't want him to die. He said, could you please play? And Jesus said, because Jesus wanted to demonstrate honor. So Jesus said, I will go with you. He said, no, no, no. You can't go to my house. You are higher, bigger in authority than I. Just speak a word. And I know my daughter will be healed. And Jesus spoke a word. And the Bible says the same hour that Jesus spoke, that very, very hour, that daughter was healed miles away. And you know what? The Bible said, the man, Jesus, after that Jesus said, I have never seen such a faith in Israel. Because the man understood authority and honor. The word that you hear in this altar every Sunday is rendered useless if honor is not attached to it. But when the word is released from the pulpit and you know that this is God's mouthpiece, you will pick it and it will work for you. That's why we come to church. It doesn't work. Every single day we come to church, the word is not working. It's not working because honor is not attached to it. And Joshua gave Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, as his inheritance. And then after that, he went out and fought. Let's see number two that is attached. Ingredient of possessing mountain. Number two, we see. I want us to read from... 
numbers we have seen honor right yes I wanted to teach today honor let's see number two Joshua 14.24. Let's go to Joshua 14.24 before we go to Numbers. 14.24. Oh. Numbers. Yes, Numbers 14. Sorry. 14.24. Oh, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, honor. Okay. My servant Caleb, now God is testifying. Follow me closely. You have to possess your mountain. <laughs> he said, now God is coming to Caleb. He's telling, my servant Caleb, because he had a, a different spirit within him, hath wholly followed me. Wholeheartedly. I will bring him into the land he went to. And his descendants will inherit it. Now listen. Verse 24. Since the Amalekites and Canaanites are living in the valleys. You see. Canaanites and Amalekites. They are living in the valleys. But Josh Caleb, because he had a different spirit. I will give him mountains. So, understand this. Joshua didn't inherit mountain. He inherited valleys. But because Caleb had a different spirit, he inherited the mountain. The mountain of Hebron. Now follow me closely. What is this different spirit? Number two. We saw honor. We are seeing that the next one. Caleb had was addicted to God. Addicted to following instructions. You know what addiction is? You know it? An addict is someone who is devoted to someone or something. Someone who has surrendered himself absolutely or himself absolutely to the control or interference of a thing or a person. Submitted and submerged themselves to the interference of somebody else or something. If you are addicted with alcohol, you are an, an alcoholic. You don't have control over yourself. You are under the influence and control of what? Of those drugs. Sometimes when you, you talk to people and say, stop this, stop. You don't understand. You don't understand. Every time we come to people who are addicted, we need to understand that they are not in control. That thing is controlling them. 
So when you become God's addict, you are not controlling yourself. You have submerged yourself and submitted yourself to the control of God. And that is what Caleb was. He, he wholly, wholeheartedly followed the Lord. He was addicted to the things of God. He didn't only, op only operated under honor. He was also addicted to God's instruction. He was devoted. Someone without compulsion, they are not compelled to do that. They submit themselves to the control of that person or that thing. That was who Caleb was. They spent time with the person or with the thing. You don't remind an, an, an colleague to go to the bus, to the restaurant. You don't even call them. You don't even put flyers. You don't even beg them, please come and drink. No. If we have to beg you to come to service, text you to come to service, something is wrong. You want to live in the valley. Ask for Caleb because you have a different spirit. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. As for Caleb, you have wholly followed me. I'll give you the mountain. But for the rest of the people, let them dwell in the valleys. If you are addicted to, those who are addicted to disco, addicted to pornography, they don't know, they don't care about time. They will watch and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch and watch. The whole night they're watching. Because they're addicted. If we are addicted to God, we will spend time with him. Spend time. We will not care. We will not care how long it takes in the service. We are addicted. Those who are addicted with alcohol don't even think about how much money they are spending. They spend until they are spent, until they have no more money to spend. They go and borrow. Because they are addicted. For Caleb, he had a different spirit. He was addicted. I'm almost finishing. Give me more minutes. I wish I had one whole week revival. <laughs> he was addicted. They are available. They spend their valuable resources and energy doing it. It's just like Kenyan runners. They're addicted to running. 
They run and run and spend their energy and run and run and run. And I looked at the worship team here. I could see these people are addicted to God. They love it. It is not performance. If it's a performance, then sings my son. But I'm addicted to worship. I am addicted to worship. I'm addicted for prayer. I'm addicted in giving. Hey! Hey! I'm addicted to God. I'm addicted. Jacob, he tried this, he tried that, he tried this, he tried this, and this, and this. And they got tired. And they came to a place called Peniel. A place where he met God. He said, now, I've been looking for you. I've been searching for you. You've been slipping off my hands. I tried to deceive my brother. I tried to deceive my father. I've tried all these things and there is no satisfaction. I have tried with this and that and that and that and there is no satisfaction. Tonight, I've come face to face with you. And held God's leg. Pastor Jonathan, come, please. You are now God. And you know Jacob was not a, a, a huge guy. And they met a huge God. And said, I know what I'm going to do. God, if you be God, tonight we are wrestling. Wrestle with me. <laughs> I will not let you go. I will not let you go, God. In this service, I will not let you go. Until you give me my mountain. I will not let you go. Until I possess my mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, somebody. Oh. When you come to Peniel and you realize that God is in this place and you are addicted and you know it, God, I will not let you go until I possess my mountain. They wrestled with God the whole time. I'm not coming out of the prayer hall. I will not stop following God until I see revival come. I will not stop praying until I see revival sweep across Alhama, California. Church, listen to me. We are not just existing for the sake of existing. We are here to cause an impact and to bring revival and to take the mountains, the lodges, the bars, every place that the enemy has taken. We are here to take back what the enemy took from us. We are here to fight. We are here to take it back until the drug addicts fill the house. Until the prostitutes fill the house. Until the black men fill the house. Hey! I will not let you go. I will not let you go.
becomes like a burning fire in your spirit. You was addicted to God. I wish I had a syringe that I can just be putting some medicines in people. The medicine of knowing God and loving God and loving his people everywhere. We just say, hey, be addicted to God. Be addicted to his ways. Be addicted to giving. Be addicted to preaching. Be addicted to evangelism. Just like that. Was addicted to God. Into the way of the Lord. People love valleys because there is comfort at the valley. They love to cry in the valley. But you need to take your mountain where the giants are. <laughs> Make bold steps, bold decisions. I will empty my account for the kingdom of God. I will be lying in front of God and crying until I see a change in our nation. A change throughout the nations. Until I see the church filled with angry people. You make up your, your mind. Caleb had a different spirit. He was addicted. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. Caleb was addicted to God. Yes. Yes. I don't know who you are. I don't know how you came here. But I know that God has signed this day for you. Run to the altar. Just come to the altar. Come to the altar. Come to the altar. You know that you know. Come to the altar. You've not given your life to Jesus. You can come to the altar too. You may be addicted with any addiction. Jesus is a chain breaker. He will break every addiction. Alcoholism addiction. Addiction of drugs. Addiction in prostitution, pornography. All these kinds of addiction can be altered. And you receive the addiction that comes from Yeshua. The Lord God of our salvation. Thank you Jesus. 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 Thank you, 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 Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Can I get the worship team, please? Pastor, can you? Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. I speak the name of Jesus to every addiction. Begin to break the addiction, 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 addiction. Break, 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 break right now. Break, break, break. Break. Now break, break. And I release the addiction to God. Addicted to God. Addicted to the ministry. Addicted to the things of God. I release the spirit. The spirit of God. Flow. Flow. 